Hey, Paniacs. Are you ready for episode 12? Because today, we're talking about our favorite soundtracks. So sit back, relax, grab your favorite drink, your favorite drugs, and listen to the podcast of Pain. You are here because the outside world rejects you. What up, bitches? This is episode 12 of the Podcast of Pain. I am your host, the D, and remotely from the Caves of Versluce is Big Will. What up, Big Will? Hey, how's it going, man? All right. Um, man, every time I open this fucking laptop up, the sound's all fucked up, so I'm just going to keep fucking... <laughs> I'm just going to keep fucking with dials, and sometimes it'll sound good, sometimes it'll sound like shit. We're not professionals. Fuck it. Let's see here. Um, I'm going to go off the run sheet now. Welcome to the podcast, The Pain, the podcast where we discuss any and everything nerd, movies, video games, even Funko Pops. I am your host, The D, and this is Big Will. This is episode number 12, Favorite Soundtracks. Uh, this episode is brought to you in part by My Nerdvana Toys and Collectibles. If they don't have it, you don't need it. Tactical Trash Out, Make Your Neighbors Jealous, and Chimera Illustration and Design. He made our logo. So you know he's legit, and you know he's the shit. All the links are going to be on the official Podcast of Pain Facebook page. Like, follow, and share. And uh, I want to take this opportunity to shout out our Patreon, because just one Patreon so far, Brian Ritson, who is also Chimera Illustration and Design. So I appreciate all of your support, all of uh, the awesome work you've done for us. So appreciate it. Um. I also want to mention to go to our Patreon, patreon.com, and search the podcast of pain in the creator bar. Support our show. We are not making money. We are simply sustaining. You won't see our fat asses on TV. We are not celebrities. We are not driving Bentleys. We are just nerds and making the shit fancy for all y'all, and it costs money. So if you got a couple extra bucks, we do appreciate every fucking one of you. We have $1 tiers, $3 tiers, $5 tiers, and my favorite, the 20 bucks is 20 bucks tier. If you choose the 20 bucks tier, we will run an ad for whatever you want. Your small business, your band's next gig, your kid's birthday party, even your political religious ad, just because we are whores like that. You agree? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> everyone, 20 bucks, 20 bucks. <laughs> everyone that pledges our uh, Patreon, no matter what tier, is entitled to an extra content. Shoutouts on the show, and they will be entered into our big box of pain, which will include some goodies. Whenever the fuck we get around to it, uh, we're still working on it. So don't worry. I uh, also want to give podcast shout outs to partners in crime, Ashley and Curtis. They're still doing their thing. Adulting is in the way. Well, not adulting. Curtis got himself a fucking PS5. So that's what the fuck no. he's doing. That's what the fuck it's he's doing. It's adulting. It counts. See, now he's see, he's gonna try and blame every every time I talk to him, he tries to blame that shit on Ashley, like she's just being inconsistent as fuck. And to a certain extent, I get it. You know, she's got school coming up or whatever. But now Curtis has got a PS5. Now he's got a, an excuse not to be productive, too. So I'm also going to throw some shade at Curtis. 
Um, also, ATSW, the escape pod that is Don Juan Delanute, Dragon Buddy, and Brady. I don't have anything cute to say about Brady. I like fucking with Brady. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and that's about it. So, um, today, let's see, we got Comic Cut. What's well, our weekly recap? What have you been up to lately? I was making those shirts this week, this weekend. Just came out okay. Yeah. Uh, made a couple of them. I think we're at the end of going to uh, screen printing. So if we want to get them out there, get them out there. But these will do for now. Right. Uh, I've been sitting around watching movies, and I've been feeling like shit. So I've been trying to heal <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah, see, so, like, when um, I was like, all right, I'm going to send uh, send him a text and see if he wants to go, you know, and do this shit tonight. And uh, you didn't respond. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go by myself, and I'm going to see if I can just get some random asshole on Facebook to give me their five, you know, or a favorite <laughs> favorite soundtrack or whatever. And then I was going to make this this convoluted story about, like, you went out with some chick on a uh, dating app, and she put LSD in your drink, and you're sleeping it off. So Shit. <laughs> hey, you never know. You never know. <laughs> if I'm in a pinch and I have to make up a story about somebody, I've been doing it all week, dealing with Ashley's route, and it's becoming, like, a second nature. So, um, uh, weekly recaps. The kids are going back to school, so. Hell yeah. I'm excited about that. They're going to be busy instead of like, you know, tearing up the house and being on their tablets and shit like that. And what do you, whatever, playing, fucking up my goddamn save games that I'm playing. <laughs> uh, I'm officially on the market for a PS5, which I guess could be put in video game news, but for today, I don't give a shit. Um, oh, yeah. In the market for a new car. I'm shopping for a new car because mine's about ready to take a shit. More adulting that gets dumped on me. <laughs> I'm stre- yeah. Trying not to fucking stress out about it, but, you know, whatever. Um, hopefully, it'll happen soon. I also, this this also goes, I have to uh, apologize to uh, one of our listeners, uh, Queef Hurley. He uh, he approached me this weekend because it was uh, Errol's, uh, birthday, Errol's daughter's birthday, Avery. And uh, he was there. We were celebrating. Cute little shit, that, that little girl, man. He's going to have his hands full when she's older. But he's like, so uh, you told me you were going to give me an honorable mention on your uh, favorite deaths, and you didn't. <laughs> and you know what? I, I think I told, like, five people that I was going to give them honorable mentions, and I actually did write them all down. Um, but the queef was the only one that fucking came up and approached me, so that means out of those five people, <laughs> we only had one person that actually listens to the fucking episode. So thank you, Queef. I appreciate your support. And I'm, you know what? It's really weird because I did type in Keith on my notes, but just like when I type in the word fucking on my phone and it changes to ducking. So every time I type in the word Keith, K-E-I-T-H, it autocorrects to Queef. <laughs> is that um is that like an iPhone thing or is that like I, I it, it, remember, it remembers what you, uh, what you like, what you put in there so often. So like, if that's what you're like constantly, like you said that several times, you can't remember for that shit. But that's fucked up because I don't even talk to him that much. But let me try try <laughs> something for shits and giggles. D A R I U S. Oh shit, that changes to asshole. That's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> All right, so I guess it's not just me. All right, well, sorry about that, Keith. <laughs> Hey, so, dude, it's like <laughs> it's like Facebook reading your mind. You'll be thinking. Oh about, man, that's fuck. Well, it just it, it, it sounds funnier. 
it sounds funnier. I didn't realize that my phone actually did that. Well, holy shit. Um, yeah, there we go. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, weekly recap. What else did I do this week? Nothing. I can't think of anything. I didn't kill my father yet, so there's that. <laughs> I'm just trying to like, oh, man. Uh, I got a little bit of a cold, so I completely slept through the fucking weekend on that. I did take the girls out to hang out outside. <sighs> Holy shit, I don't know. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. My Nerdvana Toys and Collectibles, Jackson, Michigan's one-stop shop for nerds of all ages. Do they have Funkos? They got you. Super 7? They got you. What about Mezco? Mezco, Hasbro, McFarlane, My Nerdvana Toys and Collectibles has got you covered. Whether you're just starting your collection or expanding a current toy hoard, My Nerdvana's professionals will hook you up. My Nerdvana Toys and Collectibles. Find them on Facebook. In-person shopping by appointment only. Are you starting a new business and you need an eye-catching logo? Are you working on a big project for the office and you just can't nail that artwork? Perhaps you've written the next best-selling kids book, but you can't draw. With that deadline rapidly approaching, it sounds like you might need a miracle. So let Chimera Design be the answer to your prayers. Chimera Design works with all mediums and specializes in all kinds of artwork, from logos, t-shirt design, book covers, children's book illustration, board game and card game design, and more. There's really no job too big or too small, because Chimera Design can do it all. So if you have an idea, let Chimera Design get to work for you. Email brianritson at gmail.com. That's brian, R-I-T-S-O-N, at gmail.com. Or find Chimera Design on Facebook. Chimera Design, let them get to work for you. Hey, Dad. Uh, are you recording? Yeah, baby, what's up? I just wanted to tell you the yard looks awesome. Well, thanks, sweetie. When did you have time to do all that? Oh, I didn't have time to do that. I called Tactical Trash Out. Tactical Trash Out? Yeah, Tactical Trash Out. What's Tactical Trash Out? Tactical Trash Out is this new lawn care service I learned about at work. So they got rid of those branches that fell out this fall? They sure did. And all those leaves in the yard? Yep. They did the edging? They sure did. The weed whacking? They did everything. I even got a discount for Grandpa's yard because he's a veteran and a senior citizen. Wow. Can I tell my friends about Tactical Trash Out? Absolutely. Tactical Trash Out. 517-395-3628. Movie news. Uh, you watch any interesting, any cool movies lately or anything? I watched The, I watched the Gray Man. It's on... Um... It's on Netflix right now. It has uh, Billy Bob Thornton in it, uh, Chris Evans. Chris and Evans. Yeah, Chris, is Chris Evans Captain, Captain America? America? Okay, yeah. yeah. He actually plays a bad guy in there, which is pretty crazy to see. Because I'm thinking the other Chris is Chris Pine, and that's the guy from Star Trek, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't like Chris Pine. Then you got Chris Pratt. Um, oh, he's uh, from Jurassic Park, right? Yeah. Okay. Jurassic World. So... Man, we should talk about that for Patreon. Like, who would win between Chris Pratt, Chris Evans, and Chris? Who's the other one? Christopher Pratt. Lloyd. Okay, yeah, Chris Pratt. <laughs> Battle of the Chris's. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's some fucked up shit. I do have some some creative ideas for the Patreon, so um, I'm going to entice people. I was going to make a trailer 
to entice people to like spend their money, do the Patreon because you can only hear that shit on Patreon, and that's only when you donate some money. So, hmm. I know who wouldn't run that fight. Oh man, who? Chris <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's he's kind of <laughs> fucked up right now. Christopher Lloyd's right behind him. Um, <laughs> that's bad. We're going to hell for that shit. Uh, Comic Con news. I don't have any Comic Con news. I think the only convention still coming up is Monroe. Pop Fest, oh, yeah. and that is in September. Uh, still excited about that. That is going to have Olivia Diabo. That is going to have... Um, who's the guy that did the the croak? James O'Barr. Yep. Wrestlers like um, Al Snow and Rhino are going to be there. It's going to be a good time. Fuck yeah. That is uh, Friday and Saturday, September 16th and 17th. You can go to MonroeComic-Con.com or you can find them on Facebook, MonroePopFest.com, and check it out. Uh, tickets are very reasonable. $10 for $10 on Friday. Kids five and under are free. At the door, $10. Kids and five and under are free. Saturday is 15 bucks. Uh, Two-day VIP is $25 for all ages. Oh yeah. So yeah, if you're uh, if you're looking to get into your your comic conventions and you don't know where to start, Monroe Pop Fest is a great way to start. There's going to be some Power Rangers there, wrestlers. Darren McCarty from the Red Wings is going to be there. A lot of awesome artists, and there's usually a lot of uh, handmade goods. That guy uh, Rob Miller is going to be there. He made um, the Grogu in uh, uh, Carbonite. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty badass. He was from, uh, what's that show? Face Off. I think he was in. Oh, he's on that? He was on that in season three, I believe. Oh, yeah. I don't that remember. Well, yeah, he's a he's a local artist, and, you know, he, he does a lot of cool shit. He did this Hulkbuster. The, that, I think the Hulkbuster was the first thing I saw that he did. It was probably, like, 15 foot high, and he made it out of, like, uh, shop mats. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it's pretty badass. Um, Source Point Press is going to be there. Mess Bucket Comics is going to be there. Insane Wrestling Revolution is going to be putting on a show there, I believe. It's go- oh shit, Heath Slater's going to be there. <laughs> well, maybe that's just the graphic they have. Oh, holy shit, I got kids. Um, yeah, so check that show out. Um, next up we have video game news, and like I said, I'm in the market for a PS5, so um. <laughs> I mean, financially, I should not get a PS5, <laughs> but the amount of credit I still have left on my card says that I can get one if I want one. So that's how I adult in this bitch. <laughs> I want that fucking. I want that skull and bones. I want that fucking skull and crossbones or that bone oh, yeah. skull and bones. That's a badass yeah, looking I'm game. Waiting for that for sure. Um, I need to start saving my pennies so I can get a new Xbox. Holy shit, man. It sucks. It really pisses me off that they got all that shit going on, there, that, that chip shortage, and we're so, like, dicked on video games. It's bad. <laughs> that's, that's still going to be the hot item for this Christmas. It's not going to be Beanie Babies. It's not going to be fucking My Little Pony or whatever the fuck. Uh, fucking Furbies. gig, Furbies. <laughs> it's still going to be the fucking consoles. Which is a little reassuring and sad at the same time. Kids don't give a fuck about toys like they used to. No, everything's tablets. Everything's electronics. We fucking spoiled the fuck out of them. 
They don't want to. Mm-hmm. They don't want to play with an erector set. They want to fucking play on your PlayStation. We showed them like, oh shit, check this out. Um, the, the kids fucking freak out. Like I went back and I played Resident Evil Two. I went back and played uh, the Force. Uh, what's the Star Wars game? Fallen Order. I went back and played Detroit oh, yeah. Become Human. And a lot of those. Oh, Grand Theft Auto Five too. I went and bought Grand Theft Auto Five again. And uh, a lot of the the radio communication, the cell phone communication, shit like that, it comes through the controller. Hmm. Regular, I mean, other, you know, in some games or most games, I guess it would come through your TV, you know. Mm-hmm. But this comes through the fucking controller, like you have the cell phone or the radio in your hand. So it's pretty badass. That's crazy. So when the cops are chasing you, what Adam Twelve, one out of twelve, we have a darky uh, suspect. <laughs> hit and run <laughs> going west it's coming through the fucking controller it's pretty badass <laughs> so they were a little bit trippy out tripped out by that so of course they don't want to play with fucking barbies they want to play the goddamn playstation another one that's coming out you said you don't think you need it but uh dead island too yeah all right cool so yeah that was that was something i was talk- thinking about this morning too um dead island 2 which i thought honestly i thought riptide when that came out that was dead island 2 that's what I thought too. And then, you know, I kept seeing advertisements like, wait a minute, they already put out. Maybe it's like DLC or some shit. No, Riptide was just like a tied you over. It had the same cast of characters. And I think it was the same island. You know, I didn't play it for too long. I like the mechanics. Um, yeah. But yeah, we'll see what happens. How long has it been since that last one? Over 10 years? Jesus, at least 10 years. Let's see, that's Techland. They also did Dying Light. So, yeah. Dead Island. Dead Island. Came out in 2011. No yeah. shit. Yeah, 2011 is when it first came out. Shit. Jesus. So, the sequel... 11 years ago. Jesus. Most people... Uh, okay, it was a stand... All right. The standalone DLC expansion was called Riptide. That was... All right. Well, I don't what think I even played fuck? that. And then they had a lot of other like little spin-offs like Escape Dead Island, but it was a different format. Huh, funky. Trying, so, trying to stretch it out. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll see what happens. They did a uh, Dead Island Retro Revenge, which is kind of like a side scroller, like an old school yeah. arcade. That was pretty entertaining for what it was, like but I hated the fact that I had to pay like retail for. It. I think it was like 10 bucks. Yeah, I might wait for that to come out and Game Pass try that one out. Yeah, <laughs> or at least see you know some kind of gameplay. If they been they've been fucking dragging their dick on that one for a really long time. If the game, if it took them that long to make a second one, that'd be badass. Yeah, it better <laughs> fucking be at badass. Fucking whatever. <laughs> um, nothing else video game wise. I checked out that that Harry Potter game looks pretty badass. Oh yeah, it does. Um, I showed that to Lena, and of course, Lena's the hardcore Harry Potter fan, so that is also going to be on the the to-get list when I get a PS5. Notice I didn't say if I get a PS5, when I get a PS5. We're gonna also going to pick up that Harry Potter game. That's going to be the one that wrecks her life. That's the one where her grades are going to go to shit, and she's going to be like Jason Stoddard. <laughs> she's never going to leave the fucking house. Shout out, Jason it's Stoddard. First, it's that first game she's going to zombie out into. You're not going to yeah. go far away from yeah, like like people did with Warcraft or whatever back in the day. And uh, what's the yeah. other? What's the what's the one that was on PlayStation? Everybody got into uh, the one that had the Macho Man mod in it. Oh fuck! Oh. God damn it! P 
people Skyrim. Oh yeah, Is yeah. That it? Skyrim. Okay. Oblivion. 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 Yeah. Skyrim. That's yeah. Fucking Jesus Christ. But yeah, if I had to guess, because she's she's a gamer to a certain degree. Uh, I got stuck on. I went back to Fallen Order because that's one of the many games I haven't finished yet, and uh, the controls were still fucking with me trying to get used to them again. And I'm They're like, fucking what? weird. Yeah, they are fucking weird, especially when you haven't played them for a while. But Lena mm-hmm. was the one that figured it out, you know, what button to push to do what, because I kept trying to make this jump, and I didn't realize I needed to use the force. She figured it out before I did, so I felt stupid. Little bastard. That's one of those games like you have to play all the way through, because if you like fucking sit down for a long time, you're going to be screwed. Because you're not going to be able to fucking stand a fight against anybody. For sure. Because, well, especially this one, because it's like a big-ass maze. You have, yeah. like, these four or five planets, and you got to continuously go back and forth. And they themselves are fucking mazes. It's a pain in the ass. <laughs> it's rage-inducing. No, it's rage-inducing. Like, really bad. <laughs> fucking break it. <laughs> Throw controller on that one. <laughs> For real. Um... That'd be a good episode, fucking rage-quitting games. That you fucking yeah, rage-quitting games, um, games that I, I'm still angered that I haven't finished yet because, like, there's a good chunk of them. Like, I don't remember. I could probably count on both hands how many games I actually finished from five years old when I had a Nintendo till now just because, oh, yeah. like, you know, my attention span is what it is. I get bored with games, and then other games come out, and you get, like, you know, the shiny new box or whatever. Jesus. Um, Let's see. That's about it. I think I'm ready to do the, the main topic. Are you? No, oh, yeah, I'm down. All right. So, unfortunately, what I didn't do yet was uh, type it out from my phone. There it is. Cool. And then, um, yeah, when you get a sec, make sure you text me your list so I can throw in some uh, sound bites post. I wanted to do that with this, but I didn't have them all pulled up. Uh, Mine are in no particular order. And then I have a handful of honorable, notable mentions on this as well. Sounds good. Go ahead and kick us off. All right, my first one is Pulp Fiction. Ooh, yeah, that was a good one. That was a great soundtrack. Um, I just want to say that uh, a lot of the music that I listen to, like my taste in music, has all come from like TV and movies, or you know oh, yeah. whatever whatever shit my parents were playing. You know, my parents listened to all kinds of eclectic type shit. Like my dad had yeah. Herbie Hancock, and he had uh, James Brown. My mom had fucking Phil yeah. Collins and Boy George and shit rocking. So I had a nice mix growing up. And that's why I listen yeah, to a lot of the fucked up shit I listen to now. Yeah, if you look at my playlist, people are like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of everything. Um, let's see. Jungle Boogie was a good song on that one. Al Only Green. Tell, like Chuck Berry. Let's Stay Together. Yep. Uh, Ms. Was Ms. Lou or Missy Lou or something like that. The, the, main, the main theme song at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um... Man, yeah, that was it was a real good chill one. Oh yeah, I really dug that. What do you got for number two? Uh, number two, 
I know you're not a big Marvel movie guy, but Guardians of the Galaxy had a badass soundtrack. Too. You know, I did. I did enjoy that for what it was. Like I saw the the playlist. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Well, just not enough. Like you know, it gave me an idea of who the character was. Star Trek. Hell yeah. Right? Star Lord. Okay. Yeah. So it gave me an idea of who he was, but it's just like you know, there's just so just the fact that there's so much shit going on, and you have to pay attention to. I have to focus on like one entity in a comic book universe. You know, mm. all this shit, all these branches. That's the kind of shit that makes it makes me not want to go outside because, like, all right, I can either do this and have knowledge about all this, or I can go outside. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't need Marvel or DC in my life. I don't know. I like to just pick and choose. Oh, yeah. Uh, my next one's uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. I could put that fucking album on and just fucking listen to the whole damn thing. My, my kids fucking listen to it. My kids know the words almost every song, which is crazy. You know, it's really fucking bad. I... I almost hate to admit it because I know it's a highly revered film. I watched it. I just didn't get into it. Like, you yeah. know, it was Tim Curry and that was uh, not Meryl Streep. Who's that chick? Susan Sarandon. Yep. And then Barry Bostwick. Me- oh, yeah. I forgot about Meatloaf. He didn't last too long in that movie, did he? Damn. No. No. He came out singing a song and got fucking wet. Damn. I mean, I guess I liked it for what it was, but it was one of those movies that if I didn't catch it when I was younger... And like grow up watching it, yeah. I always had that interest to go to to the Michigan theater when they would do that shit every oh, yeah. every year and go check it out. But I'm like, mm, I'm really not a fan of musicals. I like musicals here and there, but it's got to be the right one that catches me. Dude, the only reason I haven't done that is because I hear they pull your ass up on stage, and I don't know if I'm into that. Yeah, fuck that, man. I got anxiety too. I don't. I'm introverted. <laughs> introverted as fuck. So nah. I just, I like that people are into that shit as hard oh, yeah. as they are. And they're still into that shit. That's nuts. Frank yeah, they and... tried remaking it, but you can't fucking touch Tim Curry. You can't do it. Nope. Uh, my next one, Forrest Gump. That is a Ooh. fucking badass soundtrack. That is, is that John Williams? No, that's not John Williams. No, Forrest Gump has like CCR and all that. Playing oh, okay, yeah. Because I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like... I'm thinking like the the score of the movie. Oh yeah, that too. I'm not sure what the score for it. That's uh, <laughs> that fucking <laughs> spicy ass fucking pickle vodka is getting me. <laughs> you got some more of it? Yeah, hell yeah, it's good. I mean, it's good. It's just fucking hot. Let's see, it's Forrest Gump, 1994. It's a comedy drama. That's weird how that gets ranked in there like that. Yeah. All right, soundtrack. Um. The original motion picture score was Robert Zemeckis. So oh, okay. he, yeah, he, Alvin <laughs> Silvestri. I know that I know those names a lot. They're uh, synonymous with like Back to the Future, Romancing the Stone, stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. I did. I, yeah, um, let me go back to the actual soundtrack. Soundtrack. I know that Cre- Credence was on there. This actually mm-hmm. had two discs to it. Yeah, I actually I, I own it. I don't know. I listened to it in a while. See, I dig a lot of these artists, like Elvis, and they got some uh, Aretha Franklin, Creedence, Joan Baez, uh, Beach Boys, Mamas and the Papas, Simon and Garfunkel, Jackson Brown, Doobie Brothers, good shit, Fleetwood Mac, Willie Nelson. That was a good-ass soundtrack. Yeah, it was pretty good. And my next one is actually Back to the Future. You can't go wrong with Back to the Future. That is actually on my 
actually on my list. Fucking Huey Lewis in the news. Uh, that, yeah, dude. Like, so, um, they had, Huey Lewis was coming out to, what's the Fire Keepers out in Battle Creek, the, the casino. Oh, okay. I wanted so badly to go fucking see that, but they only had, like, the, the bullshit backseat, the back backseat. I see him when I was, I think I was, like, 14, I see him. It was at Pine Knob. It was yeah. a good show. That's cool. I'd still go and watch that. I'd still go Hell and watch yeah. him perform. That wraps it for my list. How about yours? All right, let's see. My list. In no particular order, we got uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, which is probably one of my favorites. I grew up in the 80s, and all this is is 80s. It's got Jackson Brown, Joe Walsh, Don Henley, uh, the Go-Go's, which I don't see. What really pisses me off a lot about a lot of movie soundtracks, well, a lot of soundtracks in general, is, like, there'll be certain omissions, like, there will be certain songs that don't make the final cut, like the yeah. final, um, when it hits stores or whatever like that, so you're missing that song. And that's why I like shit today where you can just buy songs individually. Uh, it's got some Sammy Hagar on there, Jimmy Buffett, Billy Squire, Donna Summer, Stevie Nicks, Oingo Boingo, who, uh, <laughs> man, Danny Elfman, man. He's on my list too, so... That was a that was something I can always put on, you know, even if it's just the movie in the background and just listen, just chill to the fucking movie. Oh yeah, it's really badass. Um, next is uh, Queen of the Damned. I oh, okay. didn't. That's the one I haven't actually seen. I did not like the movie, but the soundtrack was badass. The soundtrack was badass because uh, Jonathan Davis did a lot of the writing for a lot of the songs. When did that come out? That came out in 2001, 2002, I believe. Oh, okay. I'm trying really hard to, like, fucking type fast, and it's not working out. All right, it came out in 2002, and uh, it was produced by Richard Gibb and uh, Jonathan Davis. Okay. Um, He wrote, let's see, Jonathan Davis wrote, it looks like a good majority of the song, a good majority of the songs, and then... um, so what happened was the actual release, there were other bands that basically took those songs that Jonathan Davis wrote and they performed them. But in the movie, um, they didn't make the official soundtrack, but Jonathan Davis performed five or six of those songs. And I like those versions better. So it was one of those things you had to go, again, you had to go and download them or pirate oh, yeah. them to get a hold of them. But I really liked that. I liked um, <clears throat> the character Lestat. And this is another one of those things where you can't just jump into a, a series in the middle. I never watched uh, Interview with the Vampire, so I have no idea. Oh, okay. I have no idea who the fuck Lestat was. I knew the name, but the fact that it was a different actor and it was in a different time, you know, I tried to take it for what it was. As a vampire movie, I think it was all right. But, yeah, as far as a series, I don't know. A lot of people did not like this film. Uh, let's see. What else do I got? <laughs> Uh, number three was Back to the Future, which we already talked about. Oh, okay. Um, Huey Lewis in the news. I liked a lot of the old school stuff in the 50s. Yeah. Um, so, man, I, I had to piss Chuck Berry the fuck off. <laughs> 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 so you're telling me that this fucking white boy is going to go back in time and he's going to steal my song and he's going to make it famous. <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> oh, man. 
That's good shit. But that was a good jam, though. That was another. I, I tried to like introduce the kids to other music through movies. Like, all right, you heard this song. This guy also sings that, or I'll play the original, and then I'll be like, wait a minute, wait a minute. That sounds like motherfucking. That sounds like Back to the Future. It is Back to the Future. <laughs> you know, Earth Angel, Night Train, The Wallflower, um, all the shit that Alan Silvestri did. It was pretty badass. And I guess uh, I just watched part of a documentary on Back to the Future that uh, Power of Love, they wanted Huey Lewis to write a song, but the one song, the first song that he wrote, the one that they picked, had really nothing to do with the movie. It just happened to, like, work. Oh, okay. So that's kind of crazy. Let's see. Harry Waters, Mr. Sandman. That was also Davy Crockett. Little songs you would hear, like, snippets of in the movie. Well, yeah, I really like I really like the scores of movie twos, not or two, not oh, yeah. just like not just the the actual songs that they put together, you know, because it, it just puts you in that mood. It like oh, yeah. you you put the pictures in your head when you start listening to that shit. You fucking amp you up. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I got two more left, and they are both like more they're more or less scores. I got um, yeah. Halloween from 2018, which was done by. Um, John Carpenter and his son. I can't think of his son's name real quick. Right off the, okay. right off the bat. But um, when that movie came out, I was like, holy shit. I got, like, fired up. I got pumped. So the first thing I did when I uh, got done watching the movie in the theater the first time was I was like, download that bitch. Download <laughs> that bitch. Just, just hold on a minute. Let me see if I can... That sounds funky, man. It's just fucking jams. It's not just the same Halloween theme song that everybody knows. It's just like... There is... Yeah, it's like you get that fucking gritty feeling to it, you know? Like, oh shit, shit's about to go down. Oh, yeah. But that was... uh. John Carpenter, Cody Carpenter, and Daniel Davies that did that. Um, I also really enjoyed the sequel for Halloween Kills. Um, it's just, it just gives you that fucking mood. It's not just that one song that everybody knows. You know the main th- main song. It's just a whole fucking <laughs> mood. You know, it's pretty dope. Um, and then the last song or the last soundtrack on my list is Red Dead Redemption. Oh, yeah. I just, uh, well, that also goes with, like, Red Dead Redemption 2 and Undead Nightmare, you know, so all the shit that, that goes along with that. Uh, that oh, was yeah. one of those, that was another one of those, you know what, let me see if it's available to download. And it was, and they have, like, just the the entire score. They have a couple of songs here and there. I don't have a playlist of it right now, but Whatever. Yeah, it's just, you know, listening to this music while you're immersed in this fucking game, it puts you in that fucking, that zone. It helps you zone out. Hell yeah. Nothing worse than, like, a bullshit. I mean, it kind of goes side by side with, like, Grand Theft Auto having that awesome soundtrack. You know, it helps you, you know, get pumped up for when you're killing bad guys or on a mission or whatever like that. And they have the fucking best radio. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, see, that was one of the the best parts about Red Dead Redemption and, um, well... Grand Theft Auto is like being able to play the radio and that time, the sound, 
the music at that point in time was just so dope. So that was that. Um, I do have a few notable mentions that didn't quite make the list. Um, Danny Elfman, which we kind of mentioned, you know, he was synonymous with stuff like Beetlejuice, a lot of Tim Burton stuff. Uh, The Simpsons. He's the front man of Oingo Boingo. Everybody knows from uh, Weird Science or Dead Man's Party. Uh, Goodbye, goodbye from Fast Times at Ridgemont High, stuff like that. Uh, Harry Mainfordini, who did the Friday the 13th music in a lot of the film. Not all of them, but most of them. Um, He had that that ability to make those fucking that that mood music that creepy music you know you, you oh, knew somebody was gonna fucking die and then um i have jim johnston so jim johnston was uh one of wwe's main guys he created a lot of the theme songs like for the longest fucking time so like back in the late like early 80s to maybe mid 2000s when they started using actual bands He'd be the go-to guy. And he's like, just like, he would create like these, so like when that certain music came on, you knew exactly who the fuck was coming out to, you know, kick somebody's (laughs) ass, you know. Like, uh, let me see if I can find one of his on here. One of his famous ones. Let's see, Uncaged. No, nobody knows that one. Nobody knows that one. Nobody knows that one. Nobody knows that one. But it's cool, because like uh, starting in like late 90... I think 95 they started marketing the themes the theme music of all the wrestlers and shit so you could like <laughs> play it in your car and get all fucking pumped up before you go to work <laughs> it was good shit let's see i don't think i have anything ready it doesn't matter whatever i'll put it in post <clears throat> but yeah oh, i yeah. think that's my that's my list as well i tried to come up with five other like composers but i couldn't really do it something somebody that stands out alvin silvestri is one of them um, I really like the Ghostbusters soundtrack, the original Ghostbusters, and then the new one that they just came out with. That sounds so much like the original. It's not even funny. <laughs> so yeah, that was really cool. But yeah, man, I, I dig soundtracks. I, I'm I've really grown into liking the scores a lot more than just like the music soundtracks and the music selection. Even though that helps a good deal, making the movie, you know, better. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, could you imagine some of your favorite movies without the music behind it? Yeah, no shit. It's it's kind of like um, it's kind of like when they put uh, Eric Stoltz in Back to the Future, and you watch his performance side by side with Michael J. Fox. So yeah. imagine like how crappy that movie would have been with him instead of Michael J. Fox. You know? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Um, alternate universe they have a shitty fucking movie and never made it anymore. <laughs> yeah no shit <laughs> we couldn't figure out that could have been the saving grace for a fucking movie is like a good soundtrack yeah oh man there are some movies that had I mean cause that I think Queen of the Damned was a really good example of a shitty movie that had a really good soundtrack and I went and bought the soundtrack because that was badass but I hated the fucking movie I didn't. I didn't, just didn't care for it. And I think that was like the that that was like the general across the board people oh, yeah. people's opinions of the movie and the soundtrack. They really liked the soundtrack, but they hated, fucking hated the goddamn, hated the movie. Let's yeah, I haven't see. even seen that. 
everybody tells me I need to watch it, and I was like, do I really need to watch it? <laughs> I mean, I put it up there with the sequels to fucking um, Lost Boys. I mean, if you market them as a vampire movie and not part of this, you know, sequel or whatever, it would have yeah. been all, it would have been all right. I think it would have been all right. The only fucking vampire movie I'm excited to see is Nosferatu, a fucking oh fucking what's his what's his face fucking uh Glenn Defoe. That's gonna oh. be fucking. That's gonna be fucking crazy. That sounds pretty dope. Yeah. I tried showing my boys the original Nosferatu, and there's it's a silent film, so yeah, it didn't didn't work out well. Yeah, but it's it's fucking creepy. The original fucking silent film Nosferatu is scary yeah. as shit. <laughs> I think yeah, I, I'm kind of curious to want to go back and actually see that, um, see some of those older ones like the original, uh, the original Universal monster movies because they were different. You didn't have like the cinematography, you didn't have a soundtrack really. You know, it was a different time and it was still revered as you know a scary movie. Oh yeah. Let's yeah, that's brought you as somebody fucking pounding on a piano the whole damn time. <laughs> Holy shit! Because <laughs> just was screaming, you gotta read that shit. Yeah, I think I think that was maybe twenty seven. I think. Yeah. Nineteen twenty seven. Jeez, that's old. That's old ass movie. <laughs> Let's see here. All right, so this is this is a theme song I have on my phone. It was uh, the Iron the Iron Sheik. I don't know why the fuck it sounds so funky now through my headphones. Maybe my headphones are fucked up. One one more. Yeah, <laughs> fuck it. That's not gonna work out anyway. It, it would work out any other time, but just because I want it to work, it's. It's fucking me over right now. Oh, anyway, yeah. good shit. Well, um, let's see. I go back to the run sheet. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to input all the fucking pee breaks and shit in here, the commercials and such. Uh, thanks again for chilling with us whenever you guys decide to hit that play button, and thanks for coming back. Leave us a review. Good or bad, it helps us grow as a podcast, and that's what we want. You know, that's what we need. So leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. Um, don't forget that we have a Patreon up and running. Go to patreon.com and search up the podcast of pain in the creator bar. Uh, $1 tiers to $20 tiers. It all goes to the production of the show and, and beer. Uh, definitely beer. I got Corona here. I got a spicy <laughs> pickle vodka and we're going to make that part of the show too. We're going to like just try random beers. Like if Will has oh, a suggestion, yeah. if we just see one that has a, that's probably a dumb idea. Cause I've done that before too. Like we're all see like a cool label. Let's try that, and it's garbage. Absolute dude, fucking know, garbage. Some of the artwork on those labels, dude, they're pretty, pretty sick. It's, yeah, that's to make up for the shitty-tasting fucking beer, in my opinion. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm not a super beer snob, but I know what I like, and I know what I don't like, and I don't like craft beer or IPA very well, I much. I love craft beer. Oh, man. Um, let's see. Hit up the podcast of pain at gmail.com or go to the official podcast of pain Facebook page. Drop some show suggestions. What do you guys want to hear us talk about? Um, I do have some good suggestions from uh, listeners, Andy Lockwood and Keith Hurley. Again, that's how it is spelled here in the notes. So I apologize, Keith. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> Other than that, 
Thank you guys again for tuning in. We will see you next time. Until then, this is the D and Big Will saying be excellent to each other and party on, dudes. Peace out, man. Oh, shit. Hell yeah.